Hello and welcome back to the Crown of Command podcast. I am joined once again by Casper and uh, by Jürgen. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello. How are you guys doing? I'm fine. You? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm really looking forward for for this uh, this review mm-hmm. because uh, I know me and Johannes have uh, some different uh, views on the demons. Um, and uh, for once, it's uh, I think it's I am on the the positive side more than he is. It's usually the other way around. Uh, and I'm also looking very much forward to hearing what uh, Jürgen has to say about all the demon, demonic units. Um, he actually has experience playing them and against them, um, which is something that we don't have a lot of. Indeed, we don't have that much experience playing the Chaos Demons, though you've uh, fielded it to quite some success against me, to my frustration. Um, but, um, yeah, so we're just going to go through the uh, demon demonic units, and then we'll move on to the uh, characters. Then we'll uh, do the uh, demonic rewards you can use for your demonic characters, and then we'll uh, sign off with the uh, rating of the army on, one, on a scale of 1 to 3. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. The first unit on the uh, demonic roster is the Blood Letters of Corn. Actually, it's uh, the first unit is the Standard Bearer. That's true. It's actually a, a red unit. So the Standard Bearer is actually the first unit. Yeah. Um, again, this is a Standard Bearer with Toughness 3 and only one wound. And it's quite expensive. I... I I don't see that many units of demons actually requiring requiring a uh, standard banner or a magic banner or an additional magic banner for that sake. So um, it's not a unit I would consider feeling unless I was sure I could protect it somehow. Uh, what are you guys' uh, thoughts on the uh, standard banner for the demons? Do you want to start with this one, Casper? Yeah. Yeah, exactly as you said, they're not very good. Toughness 3 and 1 wound is uh, pretty bad. Of course, they have a, a save, but uh, that's not even close to being strong enough. Um, it would be nice if they had 2 wounds and Toughness 4, um, because there are some really nice uh, banners that you really would like to use, especially the Nurgle uh, banner of the guards that gives a plus 1 toughness to the entire unit. Um, that would be pretty good. Of course, that also affects uh, the standard bearer, so he will have toughness four. But toughness mm-hmm. four with, with with one wound is still very very weak. I think maybe Jürgen has some use for them. Uh, I have uh, never fielded one uh, outside uh, fluffy games, and I have uh, never met one. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think they're great. I like the. Banner of the Gods, the different versions, but uh, it's a shame we can only take them on the Balkan Bear because a toughness free model with one wound <laughs> that's too squishy. Yeah. If I would use one, I would also go with the Nurgle one uh, because uh, at least you would have toughness four and you have the Cloud of Flies, which is uh, decent protection, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. I think we're all in agreement that it's a little bit difficult to feel it without 
risking uh, a serious gamble by picking it. Yeah. Um, and you really need to get a decent output from the that particular banner you're going to be using. So the next unit on the uh, retinue roster is the uh, Chaos Spawn. It's the 70, 70 points per model. Uh, it's quite expensive for a model with three wounds and both the movement and the attacks are, are gamble in a sense. Um, I, and it's only a strength of four with a weapon skill of three. I don't really like this unit. I think it's way too expensive. Uh, what are your thoughts on it, uh, Jürgen? Uh, well, first off, the weapon skill doesn't matter because they actually have automatic hits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so that only makes it uh, slightly more vulnerable for the opponents to attack them, but they, they still just hit with D6 attacks. Okay, okay. I think uh, they're decent to have uh, as a one-off uh, it's 70 points and fulfills basically the same role as you could with the uh, Alone Ogre or Dragon Ogre or something like that. Okay. And uh, they do have uh, one good thing with them there because you just nominate which way they will move and then roll to d6. So they could actually just move backwards and charge something that is behind them. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think they're a good unit. But they're not a worthless unit. I could see myself taking one if I had a points left over. Okay, I, I definitely see your point, especially after the um, the idea that you can move it in any direction and it still counts as charge and the uh, automatic hits I didn't know about. What about uh, your thoughts on the Chaos form, Casper? Yeah, um, yeah, it uh, because it moves into to close combat uh, without uh, declaration of charges. Um, but uh, I think uh, the most important thing to mention is that, that it's unbreakable. And with the toughness five and three wounds, it's kind of decent uh, and can stop a small unit um, for maybe a, a turn or two. Um, and uh, as Jürgen said, yeah, you would never feel more than one of these and only if, if you had uh, 70 points that you didn't uh, want to spend anywhere else. So it's like a last priority, but it's usable. Okay, okay. Well, um, I'll defer to your judgment. I'm uh, unfamiliar with the uh, Chaos Demons, I believe. I have maybe fielded them once, maybe. Actually, maybe not even once. Yeah, you, you did field them once against me. Okay, yeah. I can hardly remember the game. Um, the uh, next unit on the list, unless there are any other comments? No. no. Uh, the you next unit is the uh, type of swarm. And, I mean, they have fulfilled the same role, but cheaper. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to the next one. This is the Blood Letters of Corn. Uh, two attacks, strength four, weapon skill five, um, cause D3 wounds, and the 20 points model. It's, uh, I mean, if you're going with the corn armies, this is definitely something uh, you want to bring a unit of these. Um, uh, you probably want some, uh, uh, 
someone blood crushes as well, I guess you'd go with a unit of three, maybe. That would be my guess. Um, and then maybe a large unit. Well, not maybe a large, you know, around 12 to 16 blood letters in a corn army. I think they do pretty good in the battlefield. I mean, they have the four plus demonic save and uh, pretty decent in combat. And they can carry a magic bow. And they call fear. Uh, what are your thoughts on the blood letters, Casper? Um, yeah, um, yeah, they are pretty good demons. Um, they are pretty squishy. They have a four plus save, of course, but one wound and toughness three. So for 20 points a model, yeah, it is very expensive and squishy. Um, and they have movement four. So compared mm -hmm. to, uh, to most uh, other units that the, that the demons has, they are very slow. Um, but uh, I can definitely see you f see a corn army fielding one of these units, um, and uh, the blood crushers. Yeah, I think they are pretty decent. Uh, I just recently talked uh, on Facebook with Jürgen about uh, comparing uh, dragon ogres with blood crushers, uh, yeah. where blood crushers has the additional movement, which means that they pursue three D six. Um, and uh, with the rider, uh, it they, the, a regiment of three of these costs the same as a regiment of three dragon ogres. And uh, they perform uh, very similar in close combat. But of course, there's a drawback that the, the blood letters can be sniped because it's a a monstrous amount, um, and if they lose the, the rider, then they are a lot weaker in combat. Um, but they are, their hoof attack is uh, is pretty strong, I think. Um, so I'm not sure uh, which unit is best. I know that uh, that Jürgen is decided on this, but I'm still undecided in in which unit of the blood crushes and. Uh, Dragon Ogres are the better. Probably the Dragon Ogres has a little more use when being charged, and the uh, Juggernauts are probably not that good when, when they are being charged, but they have an additional movement, so they might get to charge themselves instead. But uh, what are your thoughts, Jürgens? Uh, well, for the normal bloodletters, I think they're pretty decent. I compare them to Chaos Warriors, um, they have the same damage output, roughly, and uh, they can have the banner of rage for frenzy, which is decent mm -hmm. as well. But uh, yeah, they're squishy. Still, it's twenty points, and uh, if you compare them to the other demon infantry, they're the cheapest ones. So uh, if I would take any demon infantry, I would take the blood letters. As that's for, also sorry. That's also because they don't have spells. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course. But uh, I mean, usually, I don't know if you have really looked through the spells. But we can go to that when we talk about the other demons. But I, I'm not a huge fan of those spells in their lores. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for the. Uh, blood crushers. I think they're a good unit, and there's nothing wrong with them except that you can snipe the rider, of course. But uh, 
at least in fifth edition, they don't take a monstrous test like they did in fourth. So that's uh, a good thing. And uh, you can still uh, fill them alongside Dragon Ogres. But yeah, I prefer Dragon Ogres over uh, Skull Crushers or Blood Crushers. Okay, interesting. And is is that the reason that Dragon Ogres are very, very good in intercepting cavalry charge uh, and stuff like being charged? Or, or do you have another reason for for Dragon Ogres being better? Well, uh, they're more reliable, of course, uh, without uh, being able to lose attacks. And uh, you can get a higher strength with a great weapon. Uh, toughness 5 and 4 wounds means... Uh, that a great weapon is actually viable for them. Uh, and uh, I also think that uh, demons have so many fast units, so you can pretty much dictate uh, where the charges will be anyway. So uh, movement six or seven doesn't really matter too much for me. Yeah, okay, I can see that point. Yeah. All right. Any other uh, comments about the uh, blood letters or the uh, blood crushers? Well, only if uh, if the champion is ever worth it, and I would say that uh, it isn't ever worth it. But I don't okay. know about you guys. Uh, with a toughness of three at sixty points, and not able to wield a a, we uh, a magic uh, weapon, or yeah. Magic item. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I wouldn't uh, pay that extra cost for an additional attack or an additional two attacks, or potentially an additional two attacks. If I were to go with the banner of rage. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm not that uh, keen on the champion itself. And maybe it's it's a regular thing with all the champions. Uh, I don't know what you say about that, Jürgen. Um, I think it's a big weakness that they can't take a magic item. I could at least uh, see them being allowed a magic weapon or something like that, because mm -hmm. they could take something that uh, helps him uh, in a challenge or something. Maybe yeah, yeah. the always strikes first weapon or a pairing blade or something like that. Mm -hmm. If it had been uh, fourth edition, I could see use for it because then you don't have overkill, so it could be a good way to pre protect the unit from characters anyway. But uh, with overkill, you don't. Uh, I don't see any reason to fill them. Yeah, yeah, I, okay. I agree. Should we move on? Yeah, let's move on to the next unit. And the next unit is the Flesh Hounds of Corn. Uh, movement 10, that is amazing. And 35 points of model. And they each have two wounds. Uh, this is a great unit, I think. Uh, I would definitely feel it in any Corn army. Um, I might even consider it in other armies. Uh, just to. Uh, if we're mindful of uh, demonic animosity. Um, I mean, the charge range of, tw of 20 is just uh, amazing. And they only have the one attack. Um, 
but they are pretty tough and, and, and probably very good at clearing out flanks. What are your thoughts on the flesh hounds, uh, Jürgen? I, I really like flesh hounds. I think they're a very strong unit. Uh, maybe not the strongest demonic unit, but uh, still very, very strong. Movement 10 is uh, huge. You will uh, be able to flank cavalry and stuff like that. And uh, the while they only have one attack, I think the weapon skill of 5 and strength of 5 makes up for it. And uh, you shouldn't forget that when on a flank, you don't even have to bother about protecting them from enemy spells and stuff like that due to the color of corn. Yeah, which makes yeah. them immune to all magic and all magic weapons. Uh, that's a very, very, very powerful ability. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I like them. I mean, a full unit of five is less than 200 points and uh, they're the perfect flanking unit. Yeah, what about you, Casper? You agree? Yeah, yeah I, I agree. It's a very good unit, very strong. And uh, having two wounds with a, a save of four uh, just makes it so good for, even though that is a, it's an expensive unit, it's uh, it's very resilient. Also, toughness four uh, compared to the infantry. So it's, uh, it's a very good demon, I think. And uh, it's also included in all corn armies. And uh, yeah, you would... This is the first unit that you that you purchase when you when you have a a corn character, I think. Yeah. Okay. And I would field multiple units of this. It's that good. Yeah, I, they, they they do seem extremely powerful, and compared to being very powerful demons, they are also quite cheap for their cost, considering the rest. Uh, so I definitely like the these flesh hounds. Any other uh, comments about the flesh hounds before we move on? No. Uh, next up is the nerglings. Um, Thirty points per base, sort of like a a miniature swarm, uh, but it has a demonic save, which is kind of funny. Uh, I guess I wouldn't consider feeding this unit, but I I kind of like it. I mean, I would love to paint uh, a couple of nurgle bases at some point. I think it's. Uh, cool little model in, in most editions. Um, if I were to go on all a Nurgle army, I'm not sure I would. Um, I would definitely consider bringing a unit of uh, maybe two as a good blocker for my infantry. Maybe even three to, to block uh, uh, line of sight as well. I don't know. What do you think about the Nurglings, Casper? Um, yeah, um, I don't really see them that as being that good. Um, maybe as a one-off because 30 points is pretty cheap, uh, compared to what else you can get in the demon army. And also it's, uh, it's often that you have trouble spending those last, uh, few points in the army some, somewhere good, uh, if you already have uh, purchased uh, the harpies that you want, um, mm-hmm. So maybe if you just have 30 points left, you can spend it on this unit. But it's not very, very strong, and I don't think I would ever feel more than one of them. Um, they, they can break. Um, so uh, so if, if they're going to block a unit, they need to die. 
uh, and they probably will. So uh, so the unit does doesn't get additional movement. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, but not not something that I would pri prioritize. Jürgen. <laughs> I love nerdings. I mean, uh, what's not to love about those silly old models? <laughs> They're funny, <Yeah>. but uh, <laughs> going for a, a competitive build, which we're talking about right now, then no, they're not uh, very useful. I, I would uh, use them in uh, themed armies. I mean, if I would play Nurgle, I would take at least one swarm just because, hey, it's Nurglings, they're fun. But uh, <laughs> they're not yeah yeah that's a good point they are they are very fun like snuttlings and stuff like that yeah yeah and I, I definitely always uh, try to find space for a snuttling pump wagon in my orcs and goblins army but uh it's really really oh, those are pretty good yeah but there are other things that are better like uh, wolf chairs at least by our rules that we play by yeah yeah. Uh, but uh, any more comments about the Nurglings before we move on? No. All right. Next is the Plague Bears of Nurgle. Thirty points. They're also kind of like the um, Blood Letters in in ability, except they can't get the uh, um, the frenzy from the Banner of Rage. So they do get Nurgle magic. Now, I'm not a big fan of Nurgle magic because it requires to be so close to the enemy most of the time. Um, and this being a slow unit, even if you put it on a Beast of Nurgle, I mean, Beast of Nurgle, I guess, is a little faster with the uh, D6 roll extra. But um, I don't know. I, I, I know that Casper uh, has been trying to make some armies with beasts of Nurgle play bears, like three of them uh, with riders and three of them without. There's a potential for getting a little more speed on the um, the play bears. Casper, uh, would you like to start with your thoughts on the um, yeah. play bears? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I totally agree that uh, the magic part of the Nurgle deck is uh, so weak. So we shouldn't really consider this. So if we take that away and compare them to blood letters, they cost 10 points more. Mm -hmm. um, they're a little bit better than uh, killing stuff uh, because of they're not D3 wounds, but if wounded, everything it, the model just dies. But that's yeah. very rare that that comes in handy. So that's, that's not considered that either. Mm -hmm. um, but the good thing that we should consider is uh, the special ability that uh, you get minus one to hit them in combat. So they're a lot more resilient uh, mm -hmm. than the blood letters. Um, and I think uh, the, it's worth considering uh, bringing in a musician with them because he carries the Gong of Despair, which is a special uh, song that he plays or melody. Um, that uh, makes uh, sure that uh, the enemy has to uh, re-roll any successful break test. So this unit will break uh, en enemies uh, and make them run if, uh, if they win combat. Um, mm -hmm. And I think the minus one to hit will help a lot with that. So I think it's worth the 10 points for, uh, for those uh, 
two pointers that I just mentioned, uh, and I really like them as a unit. Um, so maybe we should uh, ask you again about the plague you bears before we get to uh, the beasts of Nurgle, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, plague bears, uh, I think they look pretty decent on paper. Uh, I think uh, even if they're not great spell casters, they can at least store uh, magic cards and dispel even if your other wizards have died. So it's not totally bad. Uh, mm -hmm. Cloud of Flies is a very good ability, of course. And um, I think you're slightly too pricey for what you get. Um, I still prefer Bloodletters, but uh, I think it's an okay unit. Uh, I mean, they could work as a decent anvil with correct banner or even... Uh, be quite uh, dangerous with their killing power with the banner of might still so it's not that they're a useless unit like some others but mm -hmm. uh, I still uh, I, I I never used them myself uh, that much uh, just a couple of practice games before tournaments uh, okay. didn't like them and uh, when in tournaments I only met them once actually and uh, that was when I played my Chaos Warriors, and he he got the charge on my Warriors and still got massacred. Okay. So here's here's a thought. Um, you put a Beastman character with these guys carrying a Cursed Book, and uh, the enemy has minus two to hit them, and it Cursed Book <laughs> doesn't affect uh, demons, so... I think this unit becomes very, very strong in that way. Uh, you could give them, um, uh, give the shaman, make a bigger shaman, and give him the ruby chalice as well. <laughs> yeah, that's an option, of course. Uh, I think it would work uh, better in fourth edition when you don't <clears throat> have to buy a retinue for the allied shaman. Uh, yeah as well yeah i i agree that uh, that part is better in in fourth edition but uh, it's still doable i think um yeah they're pretty cheap so you could afford one in 2000 points of course uh, i'm just used to playing with uh, no allies rule except the monsters when playing tournaments so yeah okay yeah consider that build in fifth edition but i could see it work actually uh even a level two wizard with both Ruby Chalice and the Cursed Book. <laughs> so here's a here's a question that Johannes and I have, have discussed. Um, if you get a minus three penalty to hit, uh, and the enemy starts at a four plus, is he unable to hit, or is, does he always hit on sixes? We we uh, tend to uh, lean to the last part. Um, <clears throat> I don't really remember what the exact wording is in 5th edition. I know you can hit on 7+, plus with shooting. I'm not so sure in combat. You cannot um, with combat. I remember that. Okay. Uh, I know in 6th edition, which is one edition later, they they said you could never hit worse than on, on a 6. So if I played 5th edition using such a build, I would uh, use it like that. Um 
Okay. Yeah. And I think I, I think also think that's the case, but uh, I'm not sure about it. Um, but uh, the problem with the the Ruby chalice is that that is a lot more expensive, and it needs to be activated first. And I think mm -hmm. the minus two penalty is uh, is good enough and a lot cheaper. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If it can't reduce them to not hitting at all, then uh, you probably wouldn't go for it because most of the time it will be wasted with your weapon skill of five. Because usually they'll be hitting on fours anyway. Um, yeah, so you probably only go with the cursed book in that build. So let's talk about the Beast of Nurgles, um, because I know Johannes isn't very keen on these, and I think that this unit has uh, a lot of potential. I've never fielded it or played against it, um, but I don't think it's it's that shabby. In a, in average, it has movement of uh, eleven and a half, uh, with the six charge range, uh, the six uh, march range of the movement, and then the the, the D6 plus two uh, movement with this unit. It's not the same as the Chaos Bone. Um, so in on, on average, it's uh, as uh, as fast as uh, most, uh, almost as fast as most uh, monstrous infantry units. Um, and uh, the part that I really like with this is that if you fl people are not going to flank it because they a cavalry uh, might take uh, a lot of casualties by flanking a uh, unit of, uh, of these, uh, even just having three of them. Um, mm -hmm. And I do think that the, the D6 uh, automatically uh, automatic. what is it? That they automatically uh, wound? They don't, they don't allow armor saves. Yeah, they yeah. don't al allow armor saves. That's, uh, yeah, that's the part. Uh, I do think that's pretty strong uh, and uh, makes up for the the strength three part, so they they will, in average, each of them will kill a knight, uh, and I think that's pretty good. Uh, what are your thoughts on the beast and Nurgle, Jürgen? Uh, well, uh, I don't like them unridden, but uh, the ride with the rider, I think they're pretty decent. Uh, I think yeah, they have too low leadership. Uh, and they're still uh, vulnerable to panic and stuff. So I would like a rider here. Uh, the rider is uh, still easy to snipe uh, um, with shooting, of course. But uh, at least in combat, you get uh, a cloud of flies as well, which uh, makes the unit uh, quite tough to deal with. And uh, as Casper uh, said, they're not that slow. Uh, in 4th edition, they were very slow. Then they only had movement free and no bounds but uh, with that extra movement i think they're a pretty decent unit okay um what was uh, my point um i forgot so just let's just move on maybe i'll remember if you remember the point but yeah let's move on to the uh, pink horrors of sea. Yeah, oh, I remember now. You can, okay. Does the Cloud of Flies apply to the monster as well? Yes, uh, it's any model in base contact with the Plague Bearer. Yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. So that uh, makes it uh, even a better unit with the mount. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the Pink Horrors of Siege, um, also a little more expensive, 35 points per model, like um, a Flesh Hound of Corn. Um, they don't have the Demonic Armor save, um, but they do get the uh, the magic and the ability to turn into two models when they die. So they can sort of uh, fill up their ranks, I suppose, when they... Uh, uh, when they're fighting in combat. Um, I don't like the idea of them not having an armor save. So uh, I think the most of the time I would field these at, uh, for the purpose of the um, Firestorm of Siege. Um, what are your thoughts, Jürgen, on the Pink Horrors? Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. The, the Firestorm of Siege is pretty good and allows you to get new models. Uh, but I wouldn't pay 35 points for a pink horror, and uh, you need at least five. So that's close to 200 points for a unit that uh, I think the magic is decent, but uh, it's more of a fun stuff as well. I mean, yeah, you kill half the unit and I double in size, that's fun, but it's not effective uh, and uh, they're too squishy. Mm -hmm. uh, I did have a game where the Firestorm Siege uh, summoned uh, a, a singular, uh, no, he summoned uh, two pink horrors of Siege on uh, some clan rats, and then they broke the clan rats and ran them down. That was a unit of 30 clan rats or something. Uh, lucky uh, rolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very lucky rolls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on the uh, Pink Horrors, Casper? Yeah, um, I haven't really uh, tried them, and I haven't really made an army where I think that, where I have uh, gotten them to work on on paper either. Um, but I I do like their function, and uh, maybe in a very big battle where you can feel the at least the. A unit of 16, so you have enough uh, ranks to get the Banner of Defiance on them. And uh, that unit, will, you can just, you can't deny that unit ever. Uh, because every time you kill one, it pops out uh, two additional ones. So that Banner of Defiance is going to have a long lifetime. Um, but they are very squishy and they're very, very weak. And I do believe that. Uh, that the pink horrors are all always uh, gonna die before the blue horrors. The uh, blue horrors are placed in the back, I think. But maybe mm -hmm. Jürgen can correct me on that. Um, and and that makes it, yeah. And the blue horrors cannot uh, cannot hold the magic uh, abilities. Um, though the the Sinch magic deck is a very strong deck i think it's the best of the chaos decks and it's the only one that i would consider over dark magic um so uh, the magic are very strong with these guys so i wouldn't write the, this unit totally off but i as i said i hadn't found a, a good list with them yet but i'm trying to so um i guess this wouldn't work but i guess the um the pink horror battle standard bearer, he doesn't swap, split into two uh, and instead carry the banner. He probably doesn't even split at all, I guess. 
Uh, well, he follows the normal rules, so he would split just like a champion. But, but he wouldn't get the kid no, to keep. No, he would lose the banner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It would be cool if you got two banners then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two copies of the same. Just uh, give me the blaster standard or the banner wrath, I guess. But it would be a, a nice way to field a demonic uh, battle standard barrier. Because then suddenly you have uh, three wounds on him. Yeah, but Jürgen, can you comment on the on on how how they function? Yeah, you uh, you place the blue horrors in the back, right? Uh, in sixth uh, or uh, not sixth in in uh, later editions, I think yeah, seventh or eighth, you did that. But there's actually no uh, wording on how you place them. Uh, the fact. Uh, answers a question about them which says can the blue horrors strike if a pink horror is killed and the answer is yes but it still doesn't actually question where you place the blue horrors but with that question in mind i think you actually do place them in the front yeah okay yeah you place the model that die so i guess you might stop uh, attacks next round from hitting your actual pink horrors, and they'll be have to force the fight. But what about the additional horror. ones? Do you just uh, have a, a huge uh, first rank, or or what do you uh, do with said, it? There hasn't uh, really been uh, a question about it. I yeah. think that uh, just your own judgment here. Yeah, it's probably because they weren't used that that often. Um, yeah, you're probably right that they are not very good, but uh, I wouldn't write them off myself just yet. Well, I do like the... Um, I don't know if it's worth it, but I do like the effect of the of the uh, musician. Yeah, the extra wins a magic card. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's... It's... It makes it actually worth considering having... A musician, because musicians are just usually not the points worth unless it's a it's a very cheap uh, model that uh, you're paying for it. Because uh, the only thing a musician does is uh, win you ties. Um, so usually I cut, yeah. I cut the musicians uh, if I have to pay a lot for them. But the, when they have additional uh, effects that are pretty good, retaining an additional magic card is pretty good. And I think that's worth uh, 35 points. Okay. Yeah. But this unit is going to be expensive. The unit that I talked yeah. about with the Banner of Defiance. So it, you need to be to have a huge battle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, any more comments before we move on? Nope. All right. Next up is the Flamers of Siege. Um, a movement of nine is great. Uh, they're 50 points model, so they're rather expensive. Um, I haven't actually seen them in action, but on paper, uh, well, we did see them in action, but they never got to do anything. Um, they look very powerful with that uh, D6 strength three hits that they shoot with the ballistic skill of five. Um, and being movement nine is a fairly good flanking unit. I guess they can... Uh, I guess they can also stand and shoot. Yes. So they they are kind of scary for um, uh, flanking units as well. Uh, not so much against cavalry though; like they don't penetrate armor. 
Um, but then again, you have to spend 250 points on, on just the one unit. I don't know. Uh, I, I, wa I want to try these guys. I, I definitely want to because they, they look crazy. They just don't serve the, depending on, they don't serve the counter cavalry uh, function, but um, they do manage to do some crazy flanking and the destruction of uh, low uh, armor or low toughness units. Uh, what are your thoughts, Casper? Yeah. Um, of course, if, if you are going to build a Siege Demon Army, which probably is the we weakest uh, build you can do, but of course, then you're going to include these. Um, I think they're pretty decent. They are expensive, but they ha at least they have two wounds, toughness four and a demonic save of four plus. Um, mm -hmm. And they have a good movement that makes up for for the low range. Um, I don't believe that they can march and shoot. Uh, maybe you, you no, can no. clear that. No, they they can't march and shoot. No. But they still move nine and shoot. Yeah. So the the other thing that uh, I would like to ask you is, uh, it says when they move over over obstacles they burn everything they move past um so in a practical view do you remove a wood if they move uh, to uh, through it uh, or do you uh, do the the water regrow behind them <laughs> they actually don't burn it says they bound oh, they're okay. like jumping over stuff yeah so they can jump over so they can't go through woods for example they can, right? It's not. It's not obstacles. They can jump over. Ah, okay. So they cannot go through a, through a wood without penalties. It's they can go over a hill and such like that. Yeah, or a hedge or a fence yeah. or something like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but I think it's a. I think it's a. It's a good unit, and a, I think five of these is probably the max unit that you would bring in a 2000 point army anyways and uh, I think they can do some damage uh, but of course the strength 3 part of their flames makes them so that they are worthless against cavalry and uh, high armored stuff um, yeah they are probably going to have a hard time earning their points um, but they they just seem so cool but probably not Jürgen, what are your yes, thoughts? Um, Sorry? Yeah, I, I guess something like uh, playing against undead or playing against uh, orcs and goblins, uh, they're quite efficient. You're probably right about orcs and goblins. Undeads don't care about losing skeletons. Well, uh, it's magical flame, so they could burn ethereal units as well. Yeah, okay. My thoughts on these, um, I think I value these a lot higher than you do. If you uh, compare them to the Flash Hounds, which I really like, they have uh, very similar stats. They have lower weapon skill and one point less movement, but same strength, same toughness, same amount of wounds, more attacks, and uh, I think uh, they also cast D3 wounds in close combat. Uh, the shooting 
is uh, actually very good. Um, you just have to use them against the right types of units. Uh, but uh, I love these on the flanks. Um, when I used to play demons, I used to take two units of these along with the flesh hounds um, and uh, put them on the flanks and just drive up, shoot the enemy fast cavalry or uh, just park in front of them and they would have to go around them because they wouldn't dare charge them or something like that. And then mm. later on in the game, you get a flank or rear charge or can take out some enemy units in the back. Yeah. Uh, yes, they are slightly expensive, but uh, I think they're actually very lethal and uh, it's not that hard to get their points back. Um, you can't just watch uh, how much they kill, but all the other stuff they do as well. And uh, unlike the flesh hounds, um, if you park the flesh hounds wrong, they're pretty much screwed, but uh, these can do their standing shoot and you can just move them up nine and shoot at something. So even if you couldn't charge, you can damage stuff pretty much. So uh, I, I like these units. I I would never play um, Cinch without them. And uh, yeah, I would consider them even outside of Cinch armies. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's very, very cool to hear. But, but it's... What do you value most? Is there... Fighting capabilities uh, and uh, maneuverability uh, in hand-to-hand -hand combat, um, or is it the the, the shooting part? <laughs> well, I, I see them more as a toolbox. They can do whatever you need them to do. Ah, okay. Shoot down something. Yeah, they can do it. Uh, maybe not heavy cavalry, as you mentioned, but uh, at least you can get a flank charge with uh, them against heavy cavalry and have strength five with two attacks and uh, mm -hmm. if you need them to uh, go around the backs or something they are very useful for that they're like the a swiss army knife yeah okay i, I get that yeah. point yeah oh i'm gonna make an army of cinch flamer soon i think <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since your last one yeah and we we don't have the models yet so. yeah they're also expensive to come by. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess we'll have to look at some Mantic games or something similar, so you can find something that resembles it. Uh, Mantic has flame barrels. I guess they could work decently if you just make maybe a ma minor conversion with uh, wings or something to represent the bound. Okay. Movement. Yeah. Yep. What did you say the Mantic one was called? I think they're called Flame Bearers or something like that. It's in their uh, their uh, Forces of the Abyss. Yeah. I think I looked at them today. I just ordered uh, some models from Mantic Games for Chaos Dwarfs. I think their Chaos Dwarfs models are, are very, very cool. And uh, the Chaos Dwarfs uh, models, buying them today, uh, the old models are just so expensive. Because they are so rare. Yeah. Yeah. But that's another talk. We should move uh, on and have focus on this. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the next unit on the list is the Demonets of Slamesh. Uh, 35 points a model. They have three attacks and uh, weapon skill of six. 
Um, they also get magic. Uh, what is the the flute? There? What does that do? That makes sure that uh, your enemy cannot uh, stand and shoot at them when they charge. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess it's only one you would probably use for the uh, the ones mounted on the steed of Shanesh, but I, I guess well, you could include it but as well as a magic banner. Then the unit gets starts to get very expensive with only one wound. Um, I do like the demonettes. Uh, I'm not too keen on the um, the ones on foot. Um, given the usual sh- uh, short range of Slanesh magic and their uh, slow movement speed, um, I do like the the ones on the steeds of Slanesh with the twenty points range charge with four attacks. That's uh, three attacks. That's pretty. Uh, pretty yeah, but they, have, they have four because the steed also has uh, an attack that's it, almost yeah, as good. Have, of course, they have the uh, attack from the steed as well. Yeah, so they do have four attacks. Um, I think this is a very strong unit. Um, makes you want to consider Slanesh in uh, most of the, uh, uh, the the armies I'm making. I always consider if I'm going, am I going to make it a Slanesh army just to get the demonettes, or am I going to include some other other way? What are your thoughts on the demonettes, uh, Jürgen? Um, well, the foot version I don't like. Um... I don't really understand why demonettes have free attacks while the bloodletters, the followers of the god of war, only have two. But that's another question. Yeah. Still, I think um, the foot version, no, no, not not at all. I wouldn't use them. But uh, the mounted version is actually pretty decent. Um, the twenty-four charge range is uh, great, of course. And, uh, they have a three plus save due to being mounted, and you could put uh, yeah. it to two plus with a standard of shielding, making them yeah. quite resilient, even uh, though they only have toughness three. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think they're a good uh, unit, a competitive unit with uh, uh, good damage output. Um, the problem is they have problems charging something head-on. So you have to use them pretty much the same way as uh, uh, the flesh hounds or the uh, flamers, but they would, of course, dish out a lot more damage. It's only strength four, though. So um, a good unit, but um, you have to use them carefully. Okay. So would you, uh, uh, given that there are 10 points more per model if they're mounted, uh, what are you leaning towards? Would you rather have the Flame of the Siege or would you uh, go with the Demonettes? I prefer the Flamers. Uh, I think they have more uses. And that's uh, also because uh, when playing Demons, I don't like having a, a Magic users in my army because uh, I want uh, a Corn Gift uh, to uh, dispel as a level 4. And that won't work if you don't have any spellcasters. Okay. Uh, what about you, Casper? What are your thoughts on the demonets? I, I think you are quite fond of them. Yeah, I just love these guys. They have uh, beaten the crap out of you, at least the steed versions, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, the the the, the footed uh, demonets they are t- they are too pricey, and uh, yeah, they they are too expensive for what they do. 
you can pay uh, 20, 30 points for the other uh, foot uh, demons, uh, and I like them. But these are just too expensive. Um, they are too too squishy. Uh, the only thing that they have going for them is uh, being pretty good at in uh, their fighting capabilities. And as uh, you also mentioned, the Slanesh uh, magic deck, um, though it's better than the Nurgle magic deck, it has low range and it's uh, it's still not that good. Um, it has a lot of uh, disabled spells, uh, which are decent, but uh, yeah, it, there are few of the spells that are that are good in the deck, uh, and most of them has very short range. So, on the on a foot uh, unit, it's they're not very useful. Um, but when you mount these guys, yeah, they're just insane. Yeah, they don't have additional strength from a lance. Um, but it's still uh, four attacks with strength four uh, with the steed, uh, and they cause fear, and uh, they're not that expensive. I think it's a very, 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 very strong unit, and I totally agree with Jürgen that, uh, of course, it's not a unit that you can just fight any anything uh, head-on like you can with, uh, with Chaos Knights. Uh, you need to be... Uh, a little more uh, tactical uh, when using these, um, but they will uh, eradicate uh, any small and medium uh, units uh, easily. And I think it's a very, very strong unit. Um, yeah. Okay. But uh, I like your pointers, Jürgen, with uh, the Flamers uh, doing the same role, uh, but ha having more options. And I haven't really thought about that um so that's probably gonna be my thoughts doing uh my next few army lists making with demons mm -hmm. <laughs> so okay. for the pointers now um any more uh thoughts on the demons before we move on yeah the steed they get they they get a spell so they can retain uh, a Wings of Magic card uh, and they, they can dispel and stuff like that. So that's pretty decent uh, as well. Um, I think, yeah, the mounted version has a lot of things going for it. I also like your idea of fielding a unit of six to get it to level two caster. Yeah, uh, well, that's mostly not getting because I want to the additional spell just just because I have the additional points to get an additional mm -hmm. rider. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, uh, let's move on to the next one. This is the Fiends of Slanesh, a 30 points model. They only have a movement of six, uh, only strength three and one wound, but three attacks. So very squishy. They do have the demonic save and they do have minus one to hit to enemies in, in a base contact with and they also have that scorpion poisonous attack. Um, however, they are only five points cheaper than the um, flesh hounds of corn, uh, which have four more move and better strength and better toughness. Uh, they do have less attacks, of course, uh, but just a more fearsome foe, I, I would reckon. Um, so I don't see this one being being used. Uh, what are your thoughts, Casper? 
No, this is uh, one of the the demons that I don't like at all. I don't see any use in them. It's only one of their attacks that uh, has the scorpion tail that uh, that wounds automatically and uh, ignores armor saves. Oh, it doesn't ignore armor saves. It just wounds automatically. Um, and the minus one to hit penalty isn't that good because they only have toughness three, and they are not. They are not that strong at all. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see this unit working. Um, also, you have to field five of them. So, yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to agree. What about you, um, Jürgen? Any uh, insights on the Fiends of Slanesh? Uh, no, nothing you haven't already said. Um, it's not a unit I like. Uh I don't even like them model-wise. Um, I don't think uh, they have a use in a demonic army. I don't know what that use would be for 30 points per model. Um, if the minus one to hit was maybe added to a unit with a lot higher weapon skill, so that mm -hmm. it matters. Not right now, even else will still be hitting them at force. So, uh, no. Yeah, those models do not look uh, amazing. It's sort of like a fleshy arachnid with the scorpion tail. Um, yeah, there's not much else to say. Any closing comments on the uh, units of uh, the demonic roster? Yeah, I think we should talk about uh, which uh, which guard has the strongest uh, units just shortly. Um, mm -hmm. My my point would be uh, my pick would be corn um, because the flesh hounds are pretty cheap and the blood letters are actually usable usable and uh, the blood crushers uh, can also work as well. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? Well, I am. Uh... Of course, you can mix them, but uh, if if you have to pick just one of the, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult choice because it does seem like overall corn has the better uh, units uh, in general, like across the board. But I I am a big fan of uh, the flamers of Siege on paper, um, uh, so I guess. With a, I, I guess I would suffer through the pink horrors of siege just to get the, the flamers. But what about you, Jürgen? You don't have to include the pink horrors. I could just go with all flamers, of course, but uh, then I would, would lack a bit of armor piercing. Yeah, I think corn uh, is the strongest overall. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they have the cheap blood letters, which can fulfill your ranks. They have the Blood Crushers, which are a pretty decent unit. And they have the Flesh Hounds, which I think is an amazing unit. The only downside is that a Frenzied Demon Prince is kind of hard to control. But uh, yeah, overall, I think the Corn Demon is the strongest. Yeah, we also uh, need to go through the, the characters and we can talk yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to, to, to that next year. I was just rounding off the, uh, the units. Yeah, um, I I know from a couple of our games, Casper has been quite good at managing the frenzied 
uh, demon princes. Well, not, uh, not always. I, I learn from my mistakes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. I wish you tell that story. There was one game where, where basically I I used my corn demon prince. I set him up uh, facing in the enemy direction, and then uh, Johannes just moved uh, a little stupid goblin rider with a heart of woe right in front of me, and I, and I had to <laughs> charge him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but I learned from that, that my mistake. And if I wanna, if I wanna fly high with the, my demon prince uh, of corn, then I turn them around fa- so they do not face the enemy. So there's no way they can bait. So they actually have their face to, towards the table edge, um, and that's a pretty good way to to place them, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, I tend to agree. But uh, let's move on to the uh, characters of the demonic warband. Uh, first off, is the, the these ones we have never used, Casper and I, because we we uh, have a house rule where we restrict character points. So uh, these are the demonic uh, or the demon warlords. Uh, first up is the bloodthirster of corn. Um, now we just have a look at him. He's he's quite the monster uh, at uh, ten attacks and uh, causing terror, flying, uh, insane stats on this guy. Uh, though he does only have the demonic save four plus. I guess he could get the missile fire ward save uh, as a demonic reward, um, making him a little less uh, susceptible to to cannon fire. But even then, I mean, you, you do have some have some serious artillery to get through his ten wounds. Um, yeah, of course, uh, you're a little bit in trouble if they have a black gem wearer and just bait your your charge. What are your thoughts on the? Uh, Greater demon of corn, uh, the bloodthirster, Jürgen. The the bloodthirster was uh, proven uh, many times over that they are very powerful in combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> if you uh, read uh, White Dwarf, I think two twenty one, they have the first ever arena of death, and they just put in a bloodthirster just for laughs because the model was new back then. And then mm-hmm. all these uh, special characters, which included uh, Nagash and uh, Rakat on his dragon. And uh, I think he also met uh, uh, Aceland Priest or something like that in the final. Mm-hmm. And everything. And he killed most of it in a single round of combat. Okay. Uh, with the uh, Axe of Corn, he gets... Uh, 11 attacks and 10 of them are going to do d3 wounds so yeah, he's yeah. very very powerful of course but he costs a ton of points yeah and uh, if you play in a competitive me- meta he will face black gems of gnar he will face talismans of raven dark he will face black amulets. He will face the heart of woe. And even though the heart of woe doesn't kill him outright, it will hurt him. So uh, he's he's a, a very powerful model, which I think work best in themed games. I had one game where uh, 
my opponent was trying to stop me from summoning a greater demon. And he failed, so the bloodthirster came out. And uh, it was actually very fun. Uh, he had counted on uh, failing, so he had some anti-character stuff. Uh, but uh, the bloodthirster still uh, managed to uh, scare enough with his terror and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah, very powerful model, uh, but not something I would bring to a, a tournament. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's a little too many, too many eggs, eggs in one basket. Yeah, and uh, if you bring him, you won't uh, have access to a second large demon, uh, not even a demon prince. So that means you yeah. will have a, a single retinue, and uh, I think that's a weakness. Okay, yeah. Uh, what about you, Casper? Uh, what do you think about the Bloodthirster? I really don't have anything to, to add. He kills everything. There's, I don't think there's anything that he cannot kill. But as mentioned, yeah, he gets countered uh, too easily and you have too many points in one thing. Um, so the thing that I want to ask you, Jürgen, is uh, the summoning ally greater demons uh, how good is that part i have never tried it and because it doesn't seem very strong but what are your thoughts about that well if you're going for a blood firster you need to play at least 3000 points to start with as he counts as an ally yeah uh, and then you won't uh, afford any harpies at all so you're actually looking at more like uh, 4000 points to be able to do it Okay. Yeah, I I get you. I get that point. Yeah, so I haven't played uh, too many competitive games at four thousand points. To be honest, most of those games are more fun. Uh, so I can't really say how powerful or how good it is. It's more a fun thing for me. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's take the next greater demon. Yeah, the next one is the Siege Lord of Change. Uh, if we go by the uh, points cost roster. Um, the Lord of Change um, is uh, less wounds. He also costs uh, 125 points less, but he is uh, a level 4 Siege caster. Nope. 225. He's, he's not a level 4, right? Uh, he needs to, no, he to needs buy to that buy afterwards. He needs to spend it first. Okay, and that so... costs two hundred to get a, to him, him to level four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and he's still a powerhouse, uh, but you have to make him a caster to make him viable. Uh, if we were going to bring a, a greater demon, I guess the bloodthirster is then cheaper uh, to some extent and uh, potentially better. Uh, um, so I'm not really sure about this uh, Lord Change, though I, I absolutely love the model. Um, and I hope love the theme of the Siege. But uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, the Lord Change, Casper? Yeah, in 4th edition they have... Uh, they're a bit more expensive, but they have their magic capabilities. But in 5th... Without magic capabilities, uh, before you you have you have to purchase it for it. Uh, it's not good enough for the points cost uh, at fighting. I think um, 
even though it's it still has flying uh so it's very maneuverable um and of course you need to buy magic for it as well uh because singe magic is so good but i think that it's going to have a very hard time earning its uh, keep uh, just by doing magic and picking off uh, smaller units um so i don't think it's viable okay uh what about you again yeah the problem with uh, making a greater demon or primary spell caster is uh, points of course and uh, stats it's like taking a level four and putting him on a dragon i don't see the use for it and i don't see the use for having a level four caster with uh, strength toughness seven and um, a ton of attacks and then having him outside of combat uh, yeah, yeah. spells and um, if i don't if i just want a level four spell caster i would rather take the demon prince he flies as well and uh, while he has a lot less wounds um, he's uh, just as maneuverable and uh, costs like half the points okay yeah 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 i do uh, tend to agree with that point any other comments about the lord change before we move on no well the next one is the great unclean one this is the nurgle greater demon uh and i don't like this at all um movement four and it doesn't fly so you you have a giant monster uh, that probably never will be combat. Uh, it does have the ten wounds, but <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. Uh, I guess you could save your points. <laughs> um, uh, like if you just load it up with the abilities, then the enemy can't kill it. But again, you you won't be able to use that part of your army either. So you're fighting half an army against a full army. Um, so I, I don't like this one. What about you, Jürgen? No, I think the same. Um, I understand why he rules wise have movement for. I mean, he's a big fat blob. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, in Warhammer, uh, at least in the first couple of editions up to seventh, movement is the most important stats. Mm -hmm. And um, he just doesn't have any movement. So uh, why use him? Uh, take the Demon Prince. Yeah. yeah. And that really is the point that you can tell with all these uh, greater demons, that the Demon Prince performs a lot better, I think. But we'll get to him. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, this uh, is probably the worst of the greater demons, I think. Yeah, he has this slows movement. I mean, if he had, he needed something uh, that made him special compared to the other ones, like, uh, for example, if he were to be able to choose his spells, uh, if you if you made a, a spellcaster with him, so you could give him like the the pillar of putrefaction or something similar. Uh, no, that one doesn't allow you to move either. No, there's there's <laughs> there's, there's nothing to make this guy good. Um, would you give him the even with the beasts of Nurgle uh, extra movement ability? Still, still worse than the others. 
uh, he, he's an amazing looking model and I'd love to try and play with him just once like in a campaign scenario but I wouldn't use him in another situation um, shall we move on to the next one yeah and this is the Slanesh Keeper of Secrets uh, he has a little bit more movement uh, does he fly though no no no, he doesn't fly, so he sort of suffers the same issue. Um, yeah, he, he he's just a uh, he doesn't have that many attacks as well. Um, and yeah, yeah, it, it it's just a very expensive demon prince that can't fly. He's the second worst, I think, uh, and he's uh, he's so bad as well. Um, yeah, nothing that we haven't said about the the unclean one. Mm -hmm. Same applies here, I think. Yeah, yeah. What would it take to make the great unclean one work? You would need like, I guess you would need like toughness ten as well, and then uh, extra movement on him just to make just consider him. And you can use him just like bare bones without any rewards. No, yeah. not 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 even not even. That um, I wouldn't I wouldn't consider these greater demons without flying uh, ever. You yeah, need you yeah. need to have that uh, <laughs> that mobility of uh, insane mobility for using this many points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely something similar. Uh, do you have any particular insights to add about this one, Jürgen, or should we just move on? Yeah, we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, the the bloodthirster has some uses if uh, if uh, there isn't too many counter items, if some of them are banned or in a scenario. But basically, the greater demons aren't that good. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. However, the next one is is fairly good. This is uh, the demon princess. They're pretty powerful. They're um, their stats are comparable, uh, even better than. Um, Vampires, vampire lords, um, and they can fly, which is amazing. Uh, plus, uh, in a two thousand point army, you could field two of these to get those two retinues that you need you know, to add some variety to uh, to what you're bringing. Um, the ability to choose what kind of uh, chaos god you wanna you wanna follow with them as well is great. Um, generally, this is just an amazing unit. Uh, it's so uh, yeah, maneuverable, making it and, and, and it brings terror everywhere. I, I, I hate to play against it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really don't like it. Uh, it's so difficult to deal with the demon prince. Uh, it's flying around, placing the demon correctly. Um, it's really annoying, especially when you're playing something like dwarfs. It's just impossible to deal with them because you're never going to be able to, to shoot at them after the second turn. Um, Jürgen, what are your thoughts on the uh, Demon Prince? Well, um, yes, as you said, they're very powerful. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's much more to add to them. If you play competitive demons, uh, these are the guys. Two Demon Princes. Most of the time, the enemy might counter one of them, but he won't be able to deal with both of them. And uh, they're very flexible due to the rewards and um, damage output is uh, 
just where you need it to be. I mean, it's it's good enough, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, you can miss an attack or two, but it will deal damage unless you roll horrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, we did we, we, we did have that uh, game, Casper, where I I managed to off your two demon princes on <laughs> incredible lucky rolls. Yeah, that was an amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just like this game is completely lost. So all of a sudden, this game is quite possibly winnable. <laughs> yeah, and I won it anyways. That was amazing. Yeah, I didn't think I yeah. would. Yeah, I invested so much to counter your demon princes, and I still didn't end up winning. Yeah, uh, I have nothing to add. They, these guys are just awesome, and, and this is how you build the demon army with two of these. Um, I think uh, the corn one is is, uh, is very hard to not not include with 10 attacks, but uh, it is uh, baitable with the frenzy, of course. Um, and I like the, the Slanesh one a lot uh, because... Uh, the Slanesh deck is a lot better uh, if you give him uh, one or two uh, magic levels uh, in in uh, close range. Um, and also, uh, the Slanesh one is uh, unbreakable. Um, so, uh, so it's it's that's pretty nice. Uh, of course, uh, it's flying, so he he will be have to. Uh, What's it called? Uh, to fly back if he's beaten. Um, yeah, yeah, driven off. Yeah. Driven off, yeah. Um, but I like this Lanesh one as well. Um, and uh, after Jürgen talked about uh, how flamers could work and stuff like that, probably the Tench one is uh, is very good as well. Um, mm-hmm. The Nurgle one is probably the least good, I think. Uh, the additional toughness is probably very good against uh, a wood elf army but other other than that it's probably not that strong yeah okay Jürgen what are your thoughts about the marks uh, well unlike the mortal army I think uh, all of the marks are more or less useful here uh, as you said uh, even the Nurgle mark is quite good here because the model will most of the time be on his own so going up to toughness six is quite good, as it means uh, crossbows will be wounding on sixes. And uh, uh, I think the mark of Singe is uh, decent. It's not great, but it's like a, a warpstone charm. Uh, my favorite mark is uh, Slanesh. Uh, Unbreakable is uh, very, very good. Um, sadly, you, as you mentioned, you can still be driven off, but at least then the enemy can't uh, pursue you. And uh, finally, the mark of corn. Um, it's good. Uh, I won't deny that. Uh, but uh, it takes uh, some uh, forethought uh, to uh, use it good. Uh, like you mentioned, <laughs> uh, I have uh, too done the thing with the demon prince looking backwards. Although it does look uh, quite stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. But uh, that's the way you have to play play it. Otherwise, uh, it just gets baited so easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah who think... knew that um, uh, corn demons they like to play hide and seek? 
yeah it's like uh, and uh, i think that's a shame really uh i'm not sure if uh, if i would prefer a different mark on the demon uh, than frenzy uh, as uh, you see the the bloodthirster isn't frenzied so why does the demon prince have to be frenzied it could be something else but uh, even then yeah it's it's not a bad mark i mean 10 attacks is freaking huge and uh, bring something that increases strength or uh, ignores armor saves and he will chew through units yeah yeah So that was well, pretty much uh, <laughs> the characters. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> so quick. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, that was uh, especially given that it, it does seem like the Demon Prince is the way to go unless you're playing a, a campaign or and you want something very unique to apply to the battlefield or if you're playing giant armies of uh, three to 4,000, maybe 5,000 points even. Um, you will start consider this, but most of the time it'll be the demon princes, just just simply because of their cost and their uh, their versatility. Yeah. So before we round off today, should we go through the uh, demonic rewards? Yeah. And, uh, and give our thoughts on the various uh, abilities you can give to these demon princes you'll be fielding, or yeah. if you're going for it, the greater demons. There are quite so, a, a lot of them, so we should probably not talk too much about each of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll mention them quickly and then just give our thoughts on the uh, on the, um, the power. So the first one is the Flames of Siege. Uh, it's uh, a little... Are you looking up here? Okay, yeah. Um, two seconds. I'm just yeah. finding the list that you're looking at. Because there's also a list oh, yeah. in the bottom of the, oh, of course, the army yeah. book. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, just keep talking. I'll I'll find it. So the flames of siege. It's um, it's sort of like a banner of wrath. Um, it doesn't have the negate armor saves, but it does have a strength of five, so it's easier to wound with. Uh, Twenty five points. It's it's not a bad ability, but I feel like there are stronger abilities that you can give your uh, demon princes than to give them a banner of wrath. Uh, I guess if you really want to save points, this could be something to to snipe knights with um, that you that you don't want to engage with your demon prince for some reason. I don't know. What do you, what about you, uh, Jurgen? What do you think of the flames of siege? Uh, I think of them like uh, like the flamers. If you add okay. the Flames of Sinch, you get uh, sort of a multi-tool Demon Prince, which can land behind the enemy lines and start shooting vulnerable stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he will hit, as he has Ballistic Skill 7. And mm -hmm. uh, it's also quite nice that it's a role that is uh, considered part of the Demon, so you could use uh, the Mark of Sinch to increase if you just roll a one or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, more importantly, it can't be dispelled like the ban of rat or staff of Osiris. Oh, that makes it a lot more stronger, yes. Um, I actually like this uh, gift. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's good. Um, if you're low on points, uh, 
I could consider a demon prince with this gift and something else uh, running around uh, sniping stuff in backlines. And then uh, you just charge in when when there's an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what about you, Casper? Yeah, I think it's it's very good. I think uh, most of the time, uh, of course, we have some house rules, but most of the time as well, when I build the demon princes, I'm looking for... Uh, I'm looking on saving points, having efficiency uh, using by using low amount of uh, points on uh, these rewards uh, um, because everything is so expensive and I have room for more. And I think this is, is, is very, very good for sniping a war machine or for sniping a lone character that they got too far away from a regiment or, or stuff like that. And it's it has a long range. It's It's very, very good, I think. Uh, it makes your model have uh, so much more utility. It's not insane, but it's a it's very good for twenty five points, I think. And I think I would all, always use this on uh, my scenes, uh, uh, Demon Prince. Okay. Uh, so next on the list is the Chaos Armor at uh, fifteen points. It gives a three plus uh, demonic save instead of. Uh, to others, but it is not negated by magic weapons like uh, demonic savers. Um, uh, yeah, so okay, it, yeah. it basically turns the the save into a, a magical save instead, uh, and uh, adds a, an additional one. Yeah, it's. I mean, if you're really needing to save the points, I guess I would consider this one, um, but. Otherwise, I would probably not. I think there are stronger things to give them than a Chaos Armor. Casper? Uh, no, I, I really like uh, Chaos Armor. Of course, the corn uh, mark uh, gives, uh, they get that for free. Um, but uh, but I think it's a, it's a very good option because uh, the 4 plus save is, uh, is negated by spells and uh, is negated by uh, anything magical totally so this actually makes you have a an armor save that works against those things uh, and i think for 15 points it's it's absolutely a good choice okay Jürgen? Uh, i think it's good on uh, demon princes that get it for free but i think there's better options uh, instead of this one uh, if it didn't count towards your demonic rewards, then I would say it's great. But now it's like, eh, get it for free. Yes. Otherwise, no. Okay. Okay. Next up is the stream of corruption. Now, this is the very small uh, template, uh, but it is an initiative test, uh, though it's only uh, one wound they take from it. Is it the small template? I think it's a it's. It's a bigger template, actually. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it is, it is the uh, extended teardrop shape. Yeah, that is true. It is the big one. Yeah. So this is the same breath attacks. Yeah. Uh, with an initiative test, I mean, it's uh, then it's not that bad. I mean, uh, you could potentially kill a lot of sauruses. Yeah. Um, the uh, if you use a um, stream of corruption. I guess you wouldn't use it on Stegadon because it's only one wound. Uh, but yeah, uh, dwarves, um, 
and uh, and Lisbon is definitely something I could see this being uh, useful for. What about you, Jürgen? Well, I like the Dragon Breath uh, Chaos Reward for mortals, and I think this one is uh, slightly better, to be honest, mm-hmm. because this one actually hits everyone on the template, and uh, not just on a 4+, plus, but they get to dive aside instead. So uh, I think this one hits slightly better, and uh, an automatic wound is much better than a strength 4 hit. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, if I would take a Nurgle Demon Prince, I would uh, definitely take this one as well. Okay. Casper? Yeah, I agree. There's no reason to, to, to take the Nurgle Demon Prince, I think, uh, other than this. Um, because uh, the roster that you unlock uh, of units uh, isn't uh, better than what else you can unlock with the other factions. Um but uh, but this is I think it's, this is very powerful, especially as you mentioned mentioned against the dwarfs or lizardmen, um, lower initiative uh, armies. This is uh, probably insane, and it's gonna provide you with tons of value. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the next one. This is the uh, plague flail. Um... Basically, you double your wounds. Um, uh, yeah, that's just it. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't have, it doesn't give the plus two strength. So it's twenty five points, and then you cause two wounds instead of one. Um, yeah, I will probably go with the stream of corruption instead here. Uh, if I were heard, were to choose a uh, Nurgle Demon Prince. What yeah, I don't think this is a this is very good. Uh, yeah, it, it's you're not strong enough uh, to to kill a lot of things. Of course, it it helps uh, having additional wounds when uh, fighting characters. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't think think this is a this is is good enough. Jürgen. Would you, uh, I guess, I don't know, uh, would you consider making a, an anti-monstrous infantry demon prince? Yeah, um, but then I would uh, make it a, a Slanesh demon place, prince instead, uh, yeah. because he's unbreakable, uh, uh, only can be driven off if, yeah, so. Okay, what about you, Jürgen? Yeah, if this one had uh, worked like the Flail of Skulls and actually added the strength, it would be the best reward there is. Uh, as it stands, it's... Uh, it's nah, I could see some uses for it, but you, you still only have strength 5, and uh, you're not taking it on a greater demon of uh, Nurgle. So, uh, no, this one yeah. left at home. Oh, you have strength six, but but still, yeah. Is it six? Yeah, yeah it's six. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Next up is the aura of Slanesh. Um, uh, yeah, they have to take a leadership test uh, to be able to attack the demon at forty points. Uh, I do. I, I'm sort of on the verge on these things that require leadership because sometimes it can be really good and sometimes it it 
can just be like, okay, they're, they're going to pass anyway. Um, so I, I don't, I don't like these abilities that require leadership. Um, there is a spell that requires three to six leadership, which I do like. Um, but most of the time I, I tend not to, especially since it only counts in, uh, melee combat. Uh, any thoughts on this one, Jürgen? No, this is the same as uh, the reward uh, for mortals, and I didn't like that one either. Um, if it had been on uh, 3D6, then maybe, uh, but now it's 40 points for something. that The stuff that will be able to hit the Demon Prince and be dangerous for it uh, will pass those leadership tests. Yeah, and I would like to, to add to that, that why would your Demon Prince meet the dangerous uh, characters like a vampire or a Chaos Lord and that are able to kill it uh, easily? So why would you even meet those characters in a, in a combat? Uh, and then this would just be like a very random thing to save you from have, having done a very bad move of engaging something that you couldn't handle so mm -hmm. i don't i don't see this as being good at all okay uh, next on the list is the demonic robes um uh, i kind of like this one but it's more situational um i guess this would be like, I, I tried this with a Demon Prince uh, of Nurgle against the uh, Wood Elves, uh, trying to make sure that they couldn't wound my uh, my character at all. Uh, any thoughts, Casper? Uh, this is absolutely insane reward. Um, it's, so, it's so good. All of the Demon Princes can get it, and it's minus one strength penalty to shooting, to attacks, to magic. Uh, it's probably probably one of the strongest okay yeah 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 i think this one is really good it's uh, much better than a free plus armor it's the uh, it's comparable to a decent ward save or something like that uh, mm -hmm. it saves uh, versus everything except uh, those very very high strength attacks and uh, as you mentioned with the Mark of Nurgle, you actually become immune to strength-free attacks, which is uh, kind of nice. Um, if I have the points and I have the option, sometimes there's other stuff you just take the build to work. But if I have the option, this is a, a go-to reward. But you you actually become immune to a strength three uh, ranged attack with all of the demon princes. With this, you don't have to be Nurgle for it, right? Okay, demon princes are only toughness five, right? Yeah, and uh, the the shooting has a, a strength of two. Then, yeah, so that's not you enough to to wound. Yeah, it is. Uh, they will wound on sixes. Uh, on the wound table, it's. Uh, twice as high plus one so strength three is seven uh, strength two is uh, six uh, yeah and and that that would save you because you you have yeah, uh, you're, you're toughness five so uh, strength three attacks would be strength two and your toughness five so they will hit wound you on sixes 
Yeah, are you sure about that? You have strength two. You so would have toughness five. Yeah, I, I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure. Uh, was, let's look up that later, but uh, still, six is to wound is, is still yeah. pretty good, even without the uh, nerve ability as well. Yeah. Now, uh, next on the list is the all-seeing eye of Siege. Um, paying 50 points to have somebody reveal the items and possibly discard a random spell. I mean, if there's something you're really scared about, um, but you need to know what you're facing and what you're worried about for that to, to sort of work. And if they don't have a wizard, you just spend 50 points to see a couple of items. Um, I think it's way too expensive for what it does. Uh, though I do like the idea of taking a spell from the enemy wizard. Um, because I guess that is one of the weaknesses of Demon Princess. That is the uh, magic side. Uh, what are your thoughts, uh, Jürgen? I like to actually compare this one to a destroy spell uh, uh, scroll. Okay, yeah, yeah, of course. And then the points seem quite all right. Um, it's not uh, great, but uh, it has some uses. Uh, I would have preferred if it uh, wasn't cinch only, because I could see it used on a in a corn army to reduce the enemy spells, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it's great either. No, okay. I have to disagree there because this, the destroy spell you can control and use it on the, on that spell. You only include the destroy spell if you are really afraid of uh, one particular spell. Um, and this one uh, just removes a random spell, so you have to uh, on a level four wizard you have to be pretty lucky to to get that. Uh, one spell that uh, is uh, is very important. Um, uh, of course, yeah, if you are, if, uh, of course, it, 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 <laughs> it depends on you having uh, uh, allies that can carry the destroy spell. Yeah, but but I don't. I I wouldn't. I I wouldn't use this because it's a it's random. That's what I don't yeah. like about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think of it like this: that the, it, this one guarantees one spell. Uh, the do destroy spell has a fifty-fifty chance. So either way, it's uh, not a guarantee. Uh, I do like the destroy spell scroll better. That's, yeah, but it also dispels the destroy spell scroll. So yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, but this one removes the spell entirely. So um, I think. Uh, yeah, the, the destroy spell scroll is of course better, but uh, I can't find anything else that I could compare it with. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's the closest comparison, and uh, it's the one of the few ways for demons to get rid of spells since they can't uh, get scrolls. Yeah, okay. I suppose this one is is quite potent against undead, uh, given that most of the time they will only pick spells that they need. Yeah. So getting one of the, rid of one of those is, is, is actually quite potent, yeah. Um, but let, let's move on to the next one. This is the Radiance of Dark Glory. Um, minus one leadership to uh, enemies, I guess. It would make Terra and uh, Fear more effective. 
uh, I could definitely be seen this being used in, especially if you're facing, if you know you're going to be facing something with low leadership, so you can reduce it even further. Um, but it is quite expensive for uh, uh, for what it does, uh, and it does take up one of your demon uh, reward slots. What do you think about this one, Casper? Uh, yeah, uh, I've tr tried to make this work in a lot of lists. I've never actually fielded it. Uh, army with this. Um, the problem being that uh, the important things are usually near the general's leadership, so I really would like to make a giant's run and stuff like that uh, for the fear test. Um, um, but when we get to the next reward, I think uh, compare, uh, to combine those two, uh, it makes it a little more interesting, but I'm not quite sold on it uh, yet. But uh, the effect is uh, is powerful, but uh, it's also expensive, I think. Okay. Uh, Jürgen? Yeah, if it hadn't been uh, a single demon only that would be able to take it, I could see a terror bomb using two of these or even three. But uh, you can only include one, so that means your other options for reducing leadership are very limited. And yeah. uh, then I think this uh, this is uh, slightly too expensive for a very big risk of not doing anything at all. Uh, okay. But yeah, minus one leadership is a very powerful ability, especially in an army where everything causes fear or terror. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so let's move on to the next one. This is the torment, and this is Slanesh only. Um, and this is the one you were talking about, Casper. If you kill a character, then that uh, or regimental leader as well. He doesn't even have to have a character. Uh, then the unit has to take uh, any enemy unit within six has to take that penitest. So uh, I guess this is a way, uh, especially using the Radiance Dark Lord, this could be a way of, of causing a mass rout in, in a single round. Uh, so I do see that point there, but I don't think I would use. Uh, Tormentor in any, on any other uh, um, setup, at least to my knowledge. You want to start with this one, Casper? Yeah, um, yeah. The combination of those two uh, on a Slanesh uh, Demon Prince um, versus uh, an uh, Orc and Goblin army, uh, where they have a low leadership and have uh, lots of uh, of weak uh, small characters. Uh, it's probably pretty pretty nice because you dive in, uh, kill the character, make them take a test. And the, if they don't flee, they probably have ranks to uh, make you uh, to drive you back, and then you can make another attack and uh, elsewhere and kill another character and try again. Uh, I think that combination can be pretty pretty potent against uh, low leadership uh, armies, uh, and potentially it has. Uh, a potential to win you the game. Um, so I, I like the combination of these two, but it might just be uh, that you are wasting. Yeah. <laughs> that you're doing a, a meme thing with your demon princes and wasting their true uh, potential f for doing uh, even greater things. But that's I'm undecided if, if, if that combination is good enough. Okay. Jürgen? I, I like the idea. 
I have never faced uh, such a build. I have faced uh, terror bomb builds, but uh, not uh, panic bombs with uh, Radiance of Dark Glory. Um, I think it could work versus certain armies, but uh, it's a very restricted build and it takes away a lot of better rewards, in my opinion. Uh, so uh, if I did it, it would be more uh, for a fun uh, thing to do. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure my opponent would think it was fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the next one is the Withering Gaze. Um, a very cheap one if you don't have anything else to buy. Um, but then I would probably try to find points for Chaos Armor instead. I, I don't like this one. It's not. It's a single target with a single strength six, ten, six hit. Um, yeah, of course you're going to hit and you're likely going to wound. Um, but I think there are better abilities you can use rather than this one. Uh, would you like to start with one, Jürgen? Yeah, I see this one as uh, sort of a weaker Flames of Singe. Um, it doesn't have the same damage potential. It's uh, slightly better versus small units of cavalry, I guess. Uh, but uh, no, it's. Uh, I would rather try to find the points uh, for something else. Uh, having a demon prince uh, outside of combat may work at some points, as we have mentioned. But uh, inflicting a single strength six hits is not point effective. Yeah. Uh, I know you've liked to use this one uh, a few times, Casper. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty cheap, and that's uh, especially in our rules. I'm looking for that, but uh, but the reason for why I think that this is a, a decent uh, reward is uh, you don't want to waste your demon prince on killing a, a war machine, and uh, you only get to bring that one uh, unit of harpies. Um, and this can actually <laughs> make it, uh, the war machine because it's a first model in path. Uh, so if you angle it right, it can hit a model and not the war machine and just snipe that one and make them have having to take a panic test. Uh, so you might, for 10 points, actually just take out a war machine for up to 100 points uh, and still be able to... to uh, charge or be positioned where uh, rightly and not having to waste uh, you going into combat with it um so i think it uh, this actually provides you with a swish army life as you talked about with the flamers uh, having more tools with your demon prince um but of course uh, if if you have the points uh, they are better picks but um, when you want to save points in order to have uh, better units, which I find that you often need with a demon army, then I think this is a very, very good pick. It's not expensive and it does something. Okay, okay. Um, next is the Master of Sorcery. Um, it, it, it could give a... I would probably never consider going for a full level 4 demon prince. It, Kind of it's rather expensive, and you start to have issues fielding your second demon prince. Um, I know Casper has gone a few times with um, with one or two spells to make it uh, a little more potent. Um, what are your thoughts uh, on this one, Casper? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I I wouldn't ever. Uh... 
make uh, my Demon Prince a level a three or four. I think it's too expensive. Um, but it, I think uh, the best one is uh, just level one, just to be able to retain a, a magic card and then having uh, that one spell, maybe you get a good one, maybe your opponent will just uh, fear that one spell that you haven't uh, revealed at any time because it's a bad one. But I think uh, that's uh, it's a pretty good uh, reward, uh, just uh, a one spell. And two spells can also be be good if you have the points for it. Uh, but it is an expensive way, and I would never take three or four on my Demon Prince. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jürgen? Level one is uh, definitely a good option. Um, I could see myself build an army with uh, two level ones and uh, demons, uh, I mean units of demons that can cast spells. That way you can retain a lot of cards. I'm not sure if I would ever go higher than level one. Um, I think there's better options out there. Uh, to spend those 50 points on. Um, it's a good uh, reward, but uh, you keep it at level one. Yeah, okay. The uh, next on the list is the Ward of Chaos. A 4 plus special save against ranged weapons. Uh, pretty decent uh, counter if you're expecting cannons to uh, to kill your, uh, your general or your demon general. Um, and at 25 points, it's it, it's pretty good. Uh, Jürgen? Yeah, the, this one is one I often include. Um, a 4 plus special save versus uh, all missiles is pretty good, uh, especially as you're a large target as well. So I, th- I like this one. Um, uh, I don't think I play Cinch Demon Princess uh, without this one, because I like to have them flying around, uh, sniping things with the uh, fires, and then I want some protection. Uh, it would yeah. be the minus one strength uh, works uh, pretty much equally, unless you're facing a lot of war machines. But okay. uh, no, I, I like this one, and it's uh, it's cheap. 25 points is not much. Yeah. Casper? Uh, yeah, and this one does the job better than the minus one strength if if you're planning, like you can said, to to not actually see that much combat uh, with your demon prince, um, and it's a perfect counter to uh, if you are if you're fielding a corn uh, demon prince that you're gonna fly high with, and you're afraid of a sky arrow, because uh, there's no way that the sky arrow is gonna kill you with uh, with this, and that makes sure that you can actually fly high the first turn with your corn demon prince and use him wherever you want. Mm-hmm. So I, it has lots of uses. It's really very good. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, that's this one. Next one. I don't think we need to discuss this much. Um, Fifty points to ignore armor saves for um, the enemy, except for magical armor. So you get most of that by the strength. Is anything particularly you want to mention about this one? Any chance you use it? I love you. No, it's pretty expensive, uh, and uh, it's probably wasted points. The the additional strength uh, reward is probably better and cheaper. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jürgen? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, with strength seven, you're uh, 
having minus four to armor saves anyway. So it's basically the same thing, but uh, at a lot cheaper points. Yeah. So let's move on to the next one. This is the whip and axe of corn. Uh, of course, it's corn only. Uh, you cost D3 wounds and you get one additional attack, um, uh, which only causes one regular wound. Uh, this one, uh, I guess this one is pretty good for character killing. Uh, your Demon Prince might already have the ability. Um, this just makes sure you're going to win any duel that where you charge. Uh, Jürgen, thoughts? Uh, I like this one on um, the Bloodthirster, as it has a very high strength. And then the D3 wounds will make uh, matter. But mm -hmm. uh, on the Demon Prince, I think there's better stuff to take. And uh, I'm not too keen on making my Demon Princes uh, straight up character killers. Yeah, okay. Casper? Uh, yeah, although uh, this combined with demonic strength, uh, your Demon Prince is almost as good uh, at killing stuff as uh, the Bloodthirster, but um, but you don't have any any defense then, um, and you're frenzied, so you have to to rely on flying high and then not be baited, um, and it's pretty expensive. Um, I like it, but I think it's too expensive, and mostly I go another round and using this. All right. Uh, next is the Spellbreaker for corn only. Now, if you're running a corn only army uh, and so you don't have any wizards, this is pretty good uh, for 50 points. This is a great way to, to deal with that enemy pesky magic that you can't have any of yourself. Casper? Yeah, um, this is absolutely insane. And uh, it uh, fixes one of the problems that the demon uh, army has that uh, they ca it cannot uh, get dispel scrolls. Uh, with this, uh, it's uh, it's uh, as good as a Dispel Scroll, probably better in the long run. Um, it's very, very, very good. Uh, and uh, as Jürgen just uh, mentioned, that you can actually use Flamers with this because they are not wizards; uh, they are not uh, magical uh, uh, magic casters, which most uh, other units are. And I haven't thought about that. That just makes it very interesting uh, still being able to have this and still being able to have uh, one uh, demon prince that's not frenzied and uh, yeah and also including the flamers would be fun I'm gonna make a list of that I think um, yeah but it's it's one of the best ones if if you are allowed to bring it Great. Yeah, Jürgen, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. This is the reason why I don't like the spellcasting demons, to be honest. Uh, I almost always skip spellcasters to get this one. Um, you dispel like a level 4, which is uh, very good in 2,000 points, as most opponents will have a level 3 at the most. Uh, you also uh, get to re-roll failed dispel rolls. So uh, it's a very big chance of uh, getting dispels off. The only yeah. thing I dislike with it, or rather not dislike, but I would have liked if he could retain a card as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he can't. So you have to rely on the role, of course. But uh, yeah. 
I think the, this one is almost an auto include for me. I prefer it overtaking the spell casting units or a level one or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, before we continue, we're just going to take a short break. So we'll be back in a, a few seconds and we'll finish off the uh, the uh, demon rewards uh, and the uh, demon army. So we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. We just had a short break and we'll be finishing off the uh, demonic rewards and with that, the demonic war host, or the demonic uh, chaos host. So uh, we left off at the, we just talked about the spellbreaker and now we're moving on to the demonic strength. Um, 20 points, plus one strength. I guess if you want that extra armor piercing, uh, this one is a viable choice instead of the demon blade, basically giving you minus three modifier instead. Uh, minus four. Minus four, yeah, minus four instead. Uh, but in, uh, so it's it's pretty decent for twenty points. Um, I could see other things being more important to bring. What are your thoughts on this one, Casper? Yeah, if uh, if you're also gonna need the the plus one to wound, like uh, against toughness five, dwarves and chaos and stuff like that, then it's a mm -hmm. uh, it's very it's very very good. Um, mm -hmm. I wouldn't bring it just for the armor piercing, but uh, for both the wound and uh, the armor piercing, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty good. Um, the problem being that uh, your demon princes are usually not strong enough to to uh, take on a, a general character, uh, probably only smaller characters. Um, then you have to build it with a whip and axe of corn as well. Um, to be able to kill characters uh, efficiently, um, but uh, I, a, a corn uh, demon prince with this uh, will do a lot of damage uh, on a character. Uh, yeah, definitely. So it's a good one. Yeah, good. I like this one. Um, Sword of Might is good. <laughs> Having it on a strength six model is even better. Um, I think the difference between strength six and strength seven is uh, quite big. Um, having said that, it's not an auto include, but uh, if I have the points and I don't have taken another more important reward, then I take it. Uh, it's good versus cavalry. You can mm -hmm. charge versus cavalry and kill a few models uh, yeah. in the combat. And uh, it's also pretty good. Uh, to get uh, those uh, high toughness models like uh, dragon ogres and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, okay, I can, I can definitely see that as well. Um, uh, next one is the Lord of Chaos. I make all within in 12 inches immune to demonic animosity. <clears throat> and it is only five points, so if you really don't can't afford something else, uh, this is it's just decent to have it because it allows you more. Uh, deployment options when you're bringing two various, uh, two different uh, demon princes, which you are likely to do, I guess, in a demon army. Um, but most of the animosity can be overcome by just uh, dividing yourself up over the battlefield. So, is this something you uh, trend towards often, uh, Jurgen, or do you just never use it? 
Uh, no, I, I do use it quite often, to be honest, because um, uh, sometimes you uh, make a bad move and you have to pursue somewhere where you're close to your own demons and yeah. stuff like that. And it's also very good at the start of the game during deployment and stuff like that. So um, I try to include one demon prince with this one. Uh, okay. If... Uh, yeah, if I don't have uh, a very specific build in mind with both of the princes, one of them gets this one. Okay. What about you, Casper? Yeah, uh, you could argue argue both points. Um, as a, a, a demon army, you don't have that many drops, so it's not that difficult keeping them apart. Um, I think... Um, but on the other hand, uh, it's it's very nice to have this, especially I think on a on a corn lord. I know that you are wasting one uh, one slot uh, to get this, but uh, the corn lord is just so difficult to uh, con control. Uh, of course, you're gonna face him around and fly high and then charge, but afterwards it's so difficult to control where where he he pursues or where he. He's baited too with the frenzy, um, and uh, your opponent, if you're playing a skilled opponent, might just take advantage of the, of that and make him kill your own stuff. So mm -hmm. I, I like this because it's cheap, but uh, it takes up a slot, of course. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the next one, I think we might be all in agreement on. That is fifty points for plus one wound. I mean way too expensive for having a stat that is not entirely important. Um, most of the time, if you're, uh, that extra wound is not going to save you, I would rather get something like uh, the uh, demonic robes instead. Yeah, that's 10 times better. Yeah, and it's the same sure. So uh, are there any other ideas I might have missed with this one, but most of the time it just seems like this one is... Uh, it's not something you want to be spending your points on. No, I agree. Yeah, I can't add anything to that. I, yeah. I don't like it. But let's move on to the next one. This is the Battlemaster. Um, no, you, the Cloud of Flies first. Oh, sorry, Cloud of Flies. Excuse that one. Yeah, Cloud of Flies. That's correct. Um, minus one to hit in uh, close combat for 30 points. It's, it's not bad. Um, but again, your, your, your demon prince of corn is probably doing other things. You're probably using his breath instead. Unfortunately, you could, maybe you can build him as a fighter, but he's not invulnerable to break tests like the Slanesh one. I feel like it's it's a good um, reward, but I don't see it being used that often. Jürgen? Yeah, I agree with you. Um... It is a good reward. You can't argue that minus one to be hit is very powerful. But uh, you're doing the charging. Hopefully no one will hit you back. And mm -hmm. uh, there are other stuff I want on my, my Nurgle Demon Princess. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time in, you're fighting combat with a, um, uh, a Nurgle Demon Prince. Uh, yeah, you're either the one charging or, or instead, um, 
you're not uh, hoping to com- for combat to last more than one round because if you lose, you're probably just going to be driven off anyway. Um, what about you, Casper? Yeah, um, the, on paper, this uh, this combined with the uh, demonic robes and uh, and that an additional toughness just looks like your character is uh, pretty much unkillable. Uh, and he probably is, but uh, as you mentioned, uh, he's not gonna ne- he's not gonna cause uh, four wounds to negate three ranks in a standard, so he's gonna mm-hmm. be driven off anyways. Um, so, how much use does this actually have? Uh, and I think the answer is uh, not a lot. Yeah. Let's just move on to the next one, which is the Battle Master. This is increasing your weapon skill by one for 20 points. Um, the Demon Princes have a fairly good uh, weapon skill anyway. Perhaps if you're fighting Chaos Warriors with their high weapon skill or... No, uh, it doesn't matter. You have weapon skill 7 and Chaos Warriors have 6, so this doesn't change anything in that matter okay so, so this would only be if you're fighting against uh, elven lords if you wanted to get chaos lords of course the chaos lords have seven right no they have nine they have nine okay yeah so you you might want to get one of these to to make them only hit and falls but you'd probably not be going into a a chaos lord anyway you're probably looking to kill his units instead yeah uh casper yeah, I don't see this as being used. Uh, I use my Demon Princess to to kill regular units and not to kill characters um, because you need to invest so much in into them to kill strong characters. Of course, they can kill small characters, but then this doesn't matter. Um, and it, of course, it's uh, almost always better to have strength at the same points, so I think it's uh, not usable at all. Yeah. Jürgen? You could just uh, compare with the with Star of Lies. It's, yeah. uh, it's a lot better, and we just said that that wasn't good enough, so why yeah. would this one be? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so this one is definitely well, the last thing you turn to if you've, if you've included everything else in, in a 10,000-point army. <laughs> um, a demonic arrogance, uh, sort of like a, a weaker version of uh, the Sunesh mark. Um, I guess if you're worried, you're, you're, well, why would you don't really care about the break test part? It's, I guess you're paying thirty points to to not risk your demon prince running away when your blood letters or something else break. Or something that's nearby, like your your harpies, maybe that have followed you in. Um, but it seems like a lot of points to spend just for that one particular scenario. Jurgen? Yeah, I I think this one has one use only, and it's uh, on a keeper of secrets, since they for some reason don't have the mark of Slanesh, uh, and then you make him a semi. He do- he doesn't uh, get driven off. So he could use it, but uh, other than that, no. It's cool to say, "Oh, my character has leadership twelve, but uh, it's not. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
make yeah, like, much of a difference. If you're forced to use take leadership test uh, in a break test with your demon prints, you're probably using it incorrectly. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one, um, and the last one on the list is the warp star. Um, and this just makes anyone in close combat stupid uh, in base contact. It doesn't affect demons and undead, of course. Uh, so you force them to take leadership tests. Is this another one you might consider using with the, uh, what's it called? The Radiance of Dark Glory? No. Because the difference being that the, the combo uh, with the Radiance of Dark Glory and, uh, and the Tormentor is uh, it's, it's set up for killing small characters and mm -hmm. make, causing damage and panic that way. Um, you're not gonna with this. You're not gonna. Uh, you're not gonna fight the strong characters mostly, anyways. Uh, and uh, and this is one of those uh, marks that also just uh, saves you from uh, doing some a bad move while yeah. engaging. It might save you if you are very lucky. It might save you from that. Uh, Chaos Lord of Empire Lord or other yeah. dangerous lords, uh, which you shouldn't be fighting anyways, unless uh, unless you have a whip and axe of corn, probably. Um, yeah, and you're probably going to murder any wizards you get into base contact with anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jürgen, any thoughts on this one? Uh, I have nothing to add. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. That uh, rounds up the demonic rewards. So the, there's definitely a lot of power in the uh, demon forces uh, of chaos. Uh, so now we're going to be giving it a rating. Uh, would anyone like to start? Yeah, I can take the lead on that if no one else wants. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I think the demon uh, army is, uh, is is very strong, and it's mainly because of the demon princes. They are very, very good. Of course, mm -hmm. the demonic units are also very, very strong, but the demon princes are just uh, the gem in the army. Um, and I think uh, it's very hard to deal with them. Uh, and as Jürgen said, your opponent might deal with one, but not both. Um, yeah. So I think the demon army, uh, even though it has very expensive stuff and f has very few drops, I think the demon army is a three. Okay. Um, I'm. My considerations. I definitely. I, I don't have enough experience playing the demons. I've only actually played the army once, uh, but from my experience again playing against it, I, I have a tough time finding those counters for those double demon princes. Uh, they do tend to cause some serious issues for my armies, unless I do some vastly gimmicky uh, setup uh, when I know I'm going to face them. So uh, all in all, I'd probably say the demons are a three as well. Um, uh, uh, direct three. Uh, what about you, um, Jürgen? What are your thoughts? I think uh, demons without dual demon princes is a strong group. but with the dual demon princes they are among the top armies and i 
would rate them higher than both Warriors and Beast. Uh, okay. So I, I would say a three, definitely. Okay. If you included the dual demon princess. Yeah. Yeah. But that's given when it's the dual demon princess because they are simply so powerful units on their own. And everything else, while powerful, seems to be there to support them, um, which makes sense. I mean, they're, um, they're so versatile, in, incredibly versatile, these demon princes. Well, and um, any closing remarks before we finish off this uh, podcast about the, uh, the demons? Oh, I'm going to make a, a a corn sentry army now in a yeah. few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've actually thought about and thought about the things we've seen as well. So I might be looking into that as well. Um, uh, I definitely need to practice more on making my armies. I seem to always make them incorrectly when I'm making a chaos army. Yeah. We should probably mention that uh, we're going to do a review of uh, the monstrous units, which uh, additional units for both uh, the warriors, the beastmen, and uh, the demons. Yeah. Yes. Um, this is our next on our list. It'll be a little shorter than the other ones, uh, but we decided to do it on its own, uh, given the length of the other podcasts. And then, of course, after the monstrous host, we will be doing the special characters, the champions of chaos. So that will be a podcast on its own as well. Which should be quite interesting. Uh, I know I definitely have some of my uh, personal favorites, but these aren't really based in strategy as much as they're based in how awesome the characters are. <laughs> so, <laughs> so with that, I think I'm going to uh, thank Jürgen and Casper uh, for joining me yet another time uh, in this massive uh, walkthrough of the uh, the warriors of uh, the, the realms of chaos. Yeah, so thank you, Jürgen. Thank you, Casper. Yeah, thanks yeah and um thanks to everyone for for tuning in another time uh now we'll be uh, signing off um and we'll uh, return to you with the monstrous host at some point take care bye bye